the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 99.5 KKLA, Southern California Live. Man, all of a sudden, Dr. Chris, I'm, I'm reliving my childhood 1980s. here. 1980s, was that Quiet Riot? Quiet Riot, my goodness. Wilbert, man. Hey, welcome to Southern California Live. If you missed the first hour of the broadcast, I encourage you to go to the podcast at kkla.com and take a listen to Dr. Christopher Rake's uh, testimony and story on how he was raised Christian, but then he went into medical school and he was an intellectual. I said, ah, that Christian stuff. Ah. He became an atheist and started diving into the atheism, that there is no God. And then he started realizing, wait a minute, I'm learning all this scientific method. I'm learning all of this. I'm, I'm looking at a microscope. I'm seeing all of these things unfolding before my eyes that exist in different uh, mechanisms of the, of the, uh, that I can't see with the naked eye. And start throwing and asking legitimate questions and saying, is what I believe intellectually honest as an atheist? And we dive into that whole entire thing until, until it realized he, he realized, said, you know what? I, I, God, I, I must believe in you. And then he even started saying, well, look, uh, God. Okay, that's just nebulous. That could be anybody. It could be uh, Muslim. It could be Hindu God. It could be fill in the name God. Well, I mean, look at Jesus. And he started looking in and, again, deducting what happens when you read God's Word and you start intellectually being honest with what you're seeing and how you live and how you present things, how other people present things. And then you read Scripture. He went on a 40-day fast of reading Scripture and just even doing that, that thing of, okay, I'm just going to put the Bible up and I'm going to let it fall down. I'm going to put my finger on a verse. And time and time again, it went back to, I am your God, Chris, and I'm the one who sets free and take care of the widows and orphans and those mm-hmm. that are in need. And it all came back to I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened to Dr. Rake just a few weeks back, again, we go back into the 3 o'clock hour, dive into his, his Christian testimony. It's outstanding. I want you to hear Allison Williams, ESPN, formerly a college football and basketball sideline reporter who announced that she's opting out because she's not received the vaccine. And she has huge concerns because she wants to have a second child. And she said, belief is a word I've been thinking about a lot lately because in addition to the medical apprehensions regarding my desire to have another child in regards to receiving this injection, I'm also so morally and ethically not aligned with this. And I've had to really dig deep and analyze my values and morals. And ultimately, I need to put them first. And she's made an agonizing decision. Listen to Allison. And the irony in all this is that a lot of those same values and principles I hold so dear are what made me a really good employee and probably helped with the success that I've been able to have in my career. And it wasn't that long ago that those values were aligned with the Walt Disney Company in April they sent out an email to all cast members, as they call employees, saying that they believed the vaccine was the best way forward, but ultimately that the decision 
to get it was a personal decision. Their values have clearly changed. I understand that. I know, um, I don't know what it's like to run a multi-billion dollar company and to have shareholders and board members and financial quotas to answer to and not to mention societal and I'm sure political pressures. So I respect that their values have changed. I had hoped they would respect that mine did not. And ultimately, I cannot put a paycheck over principle. Amen. And I will not sacrifice something that I believe and hold so strongly to maintain a career. A lot of people have brought up the moral obligation receiving the vaccine um, is to being a good citizen. And I weighed that and I thought about the implications. We all want to be good neighbors. We all want to end this pandemic, but ultimately an injection that does not stop transmission and spread for me did not weigh in morally. I know I'm not the only one walking away from a career they love, a profession that is a passion. And so many of the people who are in the same situation as me are serving society and benefiting this country in ways I could never do. They are nurses, they are teachers, they are doctors, they are police officers and first responders. They are most importantly our military and they too are pilots. They too are choosing to put their beliefs first. And I just want you all to know I stand with you. But I also want people to know who support these mandates that I fight for you. Because if this is the direction we take our country, there will come a time when the government or corporations mandate you to get something that does not align with your values. Power given is seldom returned. And when that day comes, I want you to at least know that we fought and we tried. I don't know what the future holds, obviously for any of us. I'm trying to wrap my mind around the thought that the large game I worked in my career in the national championship game might be the last college football game I work. But I'm gonna focus on what I have to be thankful for. I'm gonna hold on to my faith. I'm gonna pray that things get better. And then I can see you on the television set in some capacity in some stadium covering some game soon. Until then, God bless. I'm going to go hug my baby. <laughs> you know what? Dr. Christopher Rake joins us as David James. This totally breaks my heart. It, it literally, I, I am in tears here as I listen. This is, again, not about if you get the vaccine or you don't get the vaccine. It's about mandating such that a woman as talented as Allison or a, 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 a doctor as talented as Christopher Rake is escorted out of a building because he's not and she's not giving in to a mandate. Doctor, what are your thoughts when you hear Allison here? It's harder almost for me to hear other people go through it. Um, we had a nurse in our group that went through the same fate that I went through um, at UCLA. She's, she was part of CUF, Citizens United for Freedom, Tara Vafaina, and she just showed tremendous courage. Um, and I had a harder time watching her get kicked out because I just, not because I don't trust God will hold her, but just I know he'll hold me, he's got me, but I just worry about other people. You know, when a bully steps up, I can handle a bully, but when he comes after my family and my friends, 
that's when I get really rankled. I don't get righteously indignant when he comes after me. I just get a little ticked off and I'll push him back. But when he comes after people that I see, you know, are a little more innocent and, and it just bothers me. It just bothers me. So, you know, but kudos to her. God bless her. Here's the thing. Jesus is 100% reliable. He will carry you, Allison. And he's calling his bride out from amongst the, the earth. He's putting us through the fiery trials to burn away everything that's not important in our lives. He's looking for a bride who's so devoted to him that she's willing to lay down her life and everything to pursue him, just as he did for her. So if someone listening right now here in Southern California, around the country, the number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557-888-528-2557-888-528-2557-888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. David James, Dr. Christopher Rake joins us here on Southern California Live on 99.5 KKLA. Um, if someone says to you, well, doctor, you know, if someone just, and Allison mentioned, ah, just get the vaccine. We don't have to worry about it. Well, about a year and a half ago, I kind of got to thinking about this question. And I posed this question to you off mic. She said, Dave, you better bring that up on the air. And that is, and she does too. She brings it up. Well, you know, what if the government mandates something and she's all supportive of those, you know, that do get the vaccine or don't get the vaccine. But when it comes to the mandate, and being propelled and demanded that you be able to have to take that vaccine or else you lose your job. She mentions in there, she says, well, you know, one day the government's going to come and they're going to mandate, if they get away with this, they're going to start mandating something that kind of does wrinkle you up and goes really against the core values or fibers in your body or the Constitution or freedom. And the bullying takes place. Some on the left are calling those who resist the regime, as I read this article, domestic terrorists. But resisting government bullying, too, is a kind of public duty, and Absolutely. more and more people seem to be doing just that. So what would you say to somebody yelling at the radio right now, well, just get the vaccine, get over it, and just get the vaccine, and we wouldn't have to be going through this? I, I, well, as a scientist or as a philosopher, it depends. Okay, I, I, use the science hat first, and then use the philosophy hat first. Okay, as a scientist, if you want everybody be, to be protected, you, and the vaccine works, you get the vaccine, and it protects you. If you don't get the vaccine, it doesn't protect that person, right? If, if the vaccine actually works. But what they're actually saying is we don't trust this vaccine so much that uh, it didn't protect us when we took it. And we need you to get it to protect us. And, and what, one of the biggest lies that I've seen, I just cannot believe that my colleagues in medicine um, have forgotten their basic science. That when you release a monovalent uh, antibody, essentially a monovalent vaccine in the middle of a pandemic where there's an animal reservoir, you are going to select for mutations. And here's what I mean. When you take the mRNA vaccine, you're getting one, you're getting the spike protein, essentially. It turns your cells into manufacturers of the spike protein. So now your body makes antibodies against this one protein on the coronavirus, on, the, on uh, SARS-CoV-2. And so you have this one antibody. So when when you have billions of antibodies around the world and you have this virus that comes across it, one or two or three or, or you know a handful of those viruses are going to mutate at the spike protein so that those antibodies that are attacking the spike protein don't are no longer effective. The, the, the spike protein will change its shape or cloak itself somehow. It'll mutate. So it's actually the 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 virus, the vaccine that's driving the emergence of variants. See, they're blaming the unvaccinated. It's a total propaganda. It's exactly the opposite. And if you look at the, the gamma, the delta, the lambda, they're all um, mutated at the spike protein. And so 
what, the better way to go is you either expose the body to a, a multivalent um, kind of thing or, or the, the entire inactivated virus itself. For example, pneumococcus. We used to have, they, they called it the pneumovax 7, and there were seven moieties, seven groups on it that would stimulate your immune system. So you, you might form seven different types of antibodies. Well, they found that when they came out with a 13-valent, 13 different types of proteins, all of these proteins are found on the surface of the pneumococcal bacterium, um, they, they found that people did better. Now we're up to a 23-valent. And the, the reasoning is because the body uh, or this, this bacterium can mutate one or two or a few of these proteins at a time and still survive. But if you're, if you're putting all this pressure, 23 different attacks on this one bacterium, it's hard for a bacterium or a virus to, to mutate at 23 different places and still be able to perform all the functions that it has to to go through the life cycle. So this is a, it's not a well-designed vaccine. You, you were never going to get rid of it. Um, Dr. Ryan Cole told me he heard Rochelle Walensky, who's the head of the CDC. I haven't found this quote, but I, I'm trying to find it still. If anyone can find it, you know, send it to us, us here at KKLA. Supposedly, she said, according to Dr. Ryan Cole, that even if we put on N95 masks and everyone gets injected, we're still not going to end this pandemic. And it's true. The reason is, is because it has an animal reservoir. We could get rid of smallpox and polio because there was no animal reservoir. Let's just say we, we get, get it out of every single person, right? Every human being. Well, it's got a reservoir in birds or, or in ferrets or wherever it's going to have a reservoir in bats. And then it's going to come back. And every time it goes between species, as Fauci um, so aptly uh, provided the funding for this, the gain-of-function funding, right. and they, they were intentionally making it go back and forth between species so that it would mutate and become more virulent, more dangerous. And so that's what happens. Is it'll go into an animal reservoir. You'll kill it in all the humans, but then it just comes back. So we're not going to get rid of we, This is why we've never had a, a virus or sorry, a vaccine for the common cold. This is the common cold on steroids. We just have to let it play its course. We have to take, you know, do, do things that have been proven by science. I'm going to say words that might get me censored. Ivermectin, uh, hydroxychloroquine, zinc, vitamin D. There is good evidence for these things and it's being censored and it shouldn't. Well, you, you just said something else. I mean, you all of a sudden have to begin being suspicious when information is squashed. I mean, I'm, I'm not the you are a sharp intellectual doctor been through it all. And I, I try to be intellectual. I try to study. I try to keep up with it. I'm in, I, I quasi intelligent. I make reasoned decisions using logic and figuring out, OK, basic fundamental science is that, you know, if you've got a virus going on, you take those that are infected and you you go ahead and you, it, it's a biblical. Ma- I think it was done in the Bible where anybody that was infected sure. was uh, put Quarantined. in a quarantine in yeah. a separate place. Yeah. So there's things you would normally do. Logic dictates there's things you would normally do. Quarantine those that are sick. Make sure that um, you, you mentioned the vitamins, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, ivermectin. But the thing I'm asking you is from a philosophical standpoint, you just put that science hat on. Talk from a philosophical standpoint when it comes to the mandate that the government is saying you must do this or show me your papers. Right. Well, that's exactly right. So when I saw this come down, when, when they shut down the, the entire economy in March 2020, I said, no, Trump is really shutting the, the entire economy down. And then I saw the whole world. I said, they're going to come out with a vaccine and they're going to mandate it. 
And, and unfortunately, I was proven right. Somebody, one of my pastors thought I was crazy, a conspiracy theorist, a, a loon. And I just know history enough. I'm not a big history buff, but I know enough to say, this looks exactly like what we saw in 1930s Germany. And of course, you know, if you look at Kristallnacht, they destroyed all the Jewish homes and businesses and, and schools. And then they went and they blamed it on the Jews and they, they fined them a billion dollars. This is what they're doing with the vaccines. They're releasing a vaccine that's a monovalent vaccine in the middle of a pandemic with high transmissibility, high prevalence, and an animal reservoir. And they're saying, oh, it's the unvaccinated that are causing the emergence of variants. It's nonsense. It's totally anti-science nonsense. We're seeing a lot of that. But I, I soundly reject any use of medicine to be tied to freedoms. This is tyranny, absolute pure tyranny. It just so happens it's in my field and which is why I had to stand up and say something. Um, it's medical tyranny and we have to overcome it. They're trying to tie your freedoms to an injection that the government mandates. First they said you need a booster after eight months. Then they said six months. Now they said five months. And I, I'm, I would be totally unsurprised if they said every month, you have to come in, you better get your injection that the government mandates, or your VaxPass app on your phone is going to turn from green to red, and now you can no longer go to your kid's high school basketball game, you can't go to the bowling alley, to, to your favorite restaurant, to a movie theater, you can't go to your church, you can't go to the grocery store, get gas, nothing. This is tyranny, and it doesn't matter. Even if this vaccine or the shot took away 100% of all human disease, I would still stand on the side of the one individual that says, I, I reserve my right to refuse it. It's my right, my God-given right. What happened to, it's funny, Ed, we're going to go to you here in a second, so don't hang up, but what happened to my body, my choice? That conveniently is kind of exactly. uh, you know, just conveniently forgotten. Yeah. Um, Ed, Long Beach, uh, what are your thoughts to Dr. Christopher Rake here? Thanks for calling in. And I commend you, I respect you, and, you know, I just see a valiant man behind that voice. And, you know, I think it's just, uh, it boils down to basic ethics, you know what I mean? And, and I think it's cowardice, uh, you know, to kind of hide behind us, uh, holding accountable uh, where this all stems from, uh, and just trying to cover it up with uh, dictatorship is what it is, you know what I mean? And that's what we're seeing, and, and you know, I believe that this just a conspiracy to divide the country and, you know, but I mean, that's, everybody has their own personal opinion. What, what it all boils down to is our rights, our God-given rights, you know, and I think the vaccine is, is you know, just, I, I, I guess there's vaccines uh, entities that benefit from it uh, financially, economically, and for us as Christian believers, I mean, we know our vaccine is, is the blood of Christ, and Amen. and that's all we can do is, is continue to press forward and embracing that truth that God has given us. And I think uh, little by little, we're going to come to our knees as a nation. I'm at my kid's uh, football game right now. And like you just hit the head on the nail. Uh, tomorrow, perhaps I won't be able to because of my, my uh, standing and my decision to not take the vaccine. And, and this is just so absurd. But anyhow, I don't want to go too deep into it. But I just wanted to commend you. I totally respect you, and Thank we'll you. definitely be praying for you that the Lord open up uh, more doors and avenues for you to speak, and, and I'll definitely look at some of your material to be more informed because it, it just really hit home what you were just highlighting on right now of, of what the virus is and, and you know everything scientifically 
that most of us are so naive. And but again, sometimes I just try to keep it simple. You know, cover my family with the blood of Christ each and every day, and that's all we can do as believers. Hey, Ed, thank you so much for your call there in Long Beach, and prayers for you, brother. Uh, and you're you're doing the right thing in being able to say, okay, I'm going to look at the balance of of information. I'm going to go ahead and and look at at reasonable discussion on this, and not look to the, the just the absolute fear and rage fear. and anger that's being propagated, Doctor. Fear is faith in the wrong kingdom. Fear is faith in the wrong kingdom. When you when you are living in fear, you cannot live in faith. So uh, faith, you know, you act, faith activates the kingdom of heaven. Fear activates the kingdom of darkness. And that's why God throughout the number one commandment is not love God. It's not trust God. It, it's have no fear. Be anxious for nothing. The number one commandment throughout the entire Bible. Why? Because God knows that fear blocks faith. It blocks his plans. And you have the authority as a human being made in the image of God to call down the plans from heaven or to call up the plans from hell. Fear calls up the plans from hell. Faith calls down the plans from heaven. Right from the words, mouth of Dr. Christopher Rake, anesthesiologist formerly of UCLA. More with Dr. Rake coming up here. We want your calls at 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557, 888-52-TALKS. It's Southern California Live this Monday afternoon, 421. It's David James along with Dr. Christopher Rake here on 99.5 KKLA. KKLA, Southern California Live. Chris Tomlin, God's Great Dance Floor, 427 on this uh, nice and mild Monday. It's David James. Thank you so much for letting us journey together. I say that to you every day to encourage and affirm each other in God's Word. And that is our hope here at KKLA. Truly, it's been our desire uh, for decades and continues to be that in the midst of this time and make no mistake, okay, we have Dr. Christopher Rake here, anesthesiologist and uh, former anesthesiologist at, at uh, UCLA, uh, forced, you know, really to, look, you, you've got to, you need to leave because the force mandates for the vaccinations happening there and all around the place. And now we've got 3,000 Chicago officers defying city's vaccine reporting mandate. So says the union president. We've got thousands in Raleigh, North Carolina, of firefighters and first responders saying, no, we're not going to deal with it. You have the Delta CEO saying, wait a minute, mandates on this? Not, hold, hold on a second. Southwest Airlines, wait, wait. You know, there's, there's a bit of pushback, not just a bit. It seems like there's quite a bit now on the mandates. Now, whether or not you'd like to get a vaccine or not get a vaccine, that is a personal decision. Uh, yes, Dr. Christopher Rake, we agree on Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. But the mandate aspect of it, that brings up an entirely different set of circumstances. And that's that's what we're talking about um, here. And we're taking your calls at 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. I want to mention Dr. Chris's website. If you'd like more information on uh, on Dr. Chris and uh, everything that he's fighting for and standing up and then attempting to uh, add wisdom and a voice of reason to what seems to be, well, we heard from um, Barry Weiss, former New York Times columnist a little while ago. She is far from being like this conspiracy right winger. She's a former New York Times columnist who says the world's gone mad. 
The world's gone mad when you can't even simply say, let's have a, a, an intelligent dialogue over if men and women are different <laughs> on a scientific level. And that just begins the conversation with her. So Citizens United for Freedom is Dr. Christopher Rake's uh, website, Citizens United for Freedom. It's Cuff USA, C-U-F-F USA dot org, C-U-F-F USA dot O-R-G. Again, CuffUSA.org, C-U-F-F-U-S-A.org. Doctor, let's take a couple calls here. Sonia in Long Beach, what you got? Hi there. So I'm, I'm really new to the show, so thank you so much for having me on. But I had a question. Um, since, you know, I, I am one that will not be taking the vaccination, um, just kind of wanting to see how uh, the monoclonal IV treatment, is that, is that like taking the vaccination, or is it something completely different? No, those are antibodies. Um, Sonia, thank you for the call. Yeah, th- those, those are antibodies uh, that are made in a lab, and uh, I think Regeneron has two, maybe three. But one of the problems, as I was discussing earlier with a monovalent um, antibody setup, with the vaccine setup, you're only making one antibody. With the Regeneron, I can't remember if it's two or three, but you're still going to run into the same problems. This is going to mutate at some point if you use too few bullets at the same time. Right. So right now it works pretty well, but I wouldn't be surprised that you know in a couple months or a year or so, it's not going to be as effective. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Susan and Whittier, what's your question for Dr. Christopher Rake? Thank you for joining us here on Southern California Live, Hi. Susan. It's Dave with uh, Dr. Thank Christopher. Thank you for taking my call. Well, my husband and myself and my two older um, children had the COVID last November, and uh, we survived, And uh, even though we have some other um, you know, um, high-risk medical issues. Um, and we are not going to be taking the vaccine because we feel like we have a lot of antibodies. Do you know anything about um, the protection of these antibodies? Yeah. yeah from so, the, um, the, the other ones, the other strains? Sure. So first of all, congratulations. You are now immune to every variant. This is not something that they're going to tell you. But um, if you have a, a variant that just it mutates at one point, Let's say there's 100 different proteins on this, vac- on this virus. I don't know how many there are, but just for sake of argument. So you form now 100 different antibodies against that. Let's just say it mutates at one of those. Okay, that's, that's still 99 antibodies that are effective, right? right? It would have to mutate a bunch of them, all, you know, perhaps all 100. So when you've had the natural infection, science tells us, basic reasoning tells us you should be more, uh, you should be more immune. In fact, there is a, a study that came out of Israel last month, um, a, a patient base of like, I think, 2.5 million, and the study itself looked at around 700,000, and they found that um, those who had natural infection that were, vir- sorry, were vaccine-naive uh, were something like 27 times less likely yeah, I read to that. be sem- times. symptomatic, mm-hmm. okay, and something like eight times less likely to die of covid so you take two people, take yourself, okay, and then take your friend who's never had COVID uh, and, but has had the vaccine. She is more likely, 27 times as likely to get symptomatic COVID than you are, and she's eight times as likely to die. So, and and that, we, we don't even need a study to tell us that. It's just common basic science sense. So, yeah, congratulations. You are now immune. What would you say, you know, again, I always kind of the warning flag. I have a pug. His name's Parker. And... Uh, <laughs> 
you know, pugs are notorious for turning their heads. Like when you when you're doing something, you know, they right. just twist their heads. Right. And so I'm kind of like the pug when I do when they when they mandate uh, say no. You know what? If you've had COVID, you, you need to get the vaccine. I don't know if I've ever heard of that in my life. If if you, I mean, talk. no, never, never. In fact, with with smallpox, um, all you had to do was show that you you had a skin lesion or that you had some record that you already had it, so you didn't have to get the you already had the disease, uh, the infection itself, so you didn't have to get the vaccination. Same thing with chickenpox. You just come and say, you know, you filled out the chickenpox card. This is irrational. This is totally anti science. What we're what you're seeing, you are. Let me just reassure everyone on the line. You're not going crazy. The world around you is literally going crazy, and and that's that's what I had to come to terms with. Is I'm not the crazy one here. It's it's those that are in power, and they're wicked. They're wicked. They're they're trying to force this stuff on children, and we're seeing myocarditis arise. You know, last year I think it was only 19, uh, 19 people died or eighteen people died of COVID. Sorry, eighteen children under eighteen died of COVID. Nineteen. This is in California. Nineteen died of the flu. Did we ever wear a mask or put masks on children ever for the flu or any other disease? And yet more people died of the flu, more kids died of the flu in California last year than, than died of COVID. And so um, it's insanity to say, I'm going to take, uh, I want to inject your children with this, this, um, this injection. I'm not going to even call it a vaccine because vaccines prevent transmission and, and infection. And this doesn't even do well, that. Well, this is the leak. It's leaky. Yeah. And, you know, I've been reading about all that, you know, where it's just I've had friends who have been double vaccinated, you know, double that. And it goes back to your point. Well, how soon is it going to be that those of us, those of you who say, oh, I'm fully vaccinated, you aren't you aren't because you haven't gotten the second or third booster. I mean, when's it going? When's the lunacy going to stop? That's a great point. And that's exactly why my group is not anti-vaccine per se. Um, And we're not anti-vaccinated people. Definitely. Um, We want vaccinated people in our group that stand on medical freedom. And, and I say, if you want this vaccine, as much as I, I don't want it for myself, I will stand for your right. I have a friend who's an anesthesiologist in, in Texas, and he really wanted the vaccine, and they wouldn't let him have it at first. And I, I was angry for him because he wanted it. He should be able to get it. And he did his research. He decided for him that's what he wanted. Um, so we stand, and, and I know what's going to happen. Look, is, is this going to turn into boosters? You know, it's going to be a monthly booster shot where the government says, if you don't get your booster, you're not going to go to the grocery store to your baseball game, whatever. And, and pretty soon, who knows what's to stop them from putting something else in there. You right. didn't want the, it's not a vaccine. Maybe it's a vitamin, you, you know, or this compound A, the government's decided it's good for human health. There's nothing stopping them. That's why this is the hill I'm willing to die on. When they come from my body, I have to say No. And, and this is tyranny, and it has to stop. We Each one of us have to stop. Can I just speak about courage? As Christians, we should be the most courageous because we know the ending. And and the Lord will call you daily to do things that are uncomfortable for you. And this is, this is how I got to where I'm at. It wasn't just one big action. It was daily doing things that really I didn't want to do, but I knew Jesus was calling me to do them, like share the gospel, like pray for people. And he taught me that courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is doing the right thing in the presence of fear. Listen, think about it this way. If it didn't cause fear, it wouldn't require courage. Okay? It's not, the Lord told me, I feel like he spoke to my heart and said, it's not a gifting, it's not a talent, it's a free will choice. And even if you were cowardly at the last store you were at, 
Don't wear your mask at the next store or whatever it is, right? Whatever this act of courage is. Don't, don't let the enemy talk you down and say, well, you've always been a, a, a little... Uh, Which he'll be, in the, he'll, he'll be in your head yeah. constantly. Each, he is. Each second, you just as Paul says, leaving what lies behind, straining toward, toward what lies ahead. I, I press forward towards the goal that lies heavenward in Christ Jesus. You are also talking. We're going to take all your calls. We have a full board, doctor, and uh, we're going to take all your calls. So don't don't hang up. It's 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. It's David James. What a privilege to be here with Dr. Christopher Rake talking. It's all mine about courage here and and talking about as we go to break here i want to i want to bring up something that we were talking off mic and that is if we didn't need a comforter yeah yeah the holy spirit wouldn't have needed to be placed uh when jesus ascended into the in in, into the heavens right i I was saying that if we were already meant to live lives that were comfortable then jesus would have never had to send the comforter the holy spirit so we're called to live uncomfortable lives in a wicked fallen depraved world yeah. But you know that, again, it's not, it's not oh, you, you know, look, I, I have this image of people driving down the road going, oh, they're just anti-vaxxers. Nothing could be further from the truth. Dr. Christopher Rake, he has three children. I have, I have four children. We're, we're vaccinated, you know, measles, mumps, rubitella. I mean, we've got it all going. That's right. But when it looked, when you, when you, I have friends who have had the vaccine and uh, boosters, and they've still received it. So it's it's about the mandates. It's about uh, being forced. And then we've heard from Allison Williams, former ESPN sideline re- reporter, who was told you need to take the, man- the, the vaccine, but she doesn't even know what the long-term effect, let alone the short-term effects are of the vaccine if she wants to have a second child. Yet she poses that as a possibility to say, maybe can, we, can uh, people come to respect each other at this point no you need to lose your job dr christopher rake lost he lost his job he took a stand and said you know what i'm going to be courageous i know the science i see what's happening here and i'm not going to be forced by a mandate by the government and make no mistake and allison said this from espn the former um sideline analyst with the with the nfl with espn she said Look, you may think, ah, just take the, just don't worry about the mandate, just do it. She said, okay, okay, one day, what if the government continues to say you need to be mandated to do this and this and this, and then all of a sudden it presses your core values? Who's going to be there to stand for you after there wasn't a stand with this? So hang on, we're going to come back to you live here, Southern California Live. It's David James along with Dr. Christopher Rake. Uh, here on 99.5 KKLA. KKLA, Southern California Live. David James along with Dr. Christopher Rake, anesthesiologist formerly with UCLA. Father, this whole uh, everything, really, God, in essence, uh, it comes down to us seeking your wisdom, and I pray that we continue to seek your wisdom, God, and not bow to the altar of of complacency or bow to the altar of you must do and not have any thoughts for yourself. God, we serve you. You're the creator of all life. And there's science that even is saying, oh, well, life doesn't really, even after you hear a heartbeat at six weeks, it's not really life. God, we have science supposedly that's saying, oh, there's no difference between a biological man that you created, God, and a biological woman that you created. 
And now we have this quote-unquote science saying we must mandate and you must be and then pit against each other. God, you have called us not to a spirit of fear, and you've called us not to a spirit of division. You've called the church, that's Dr. Christopher Rake, I, and most of the KKLA family right now listening, Father, to be your peacemakers. And God, I pray that that would happen even in the midst of this crazy time that we find ourselves, and this mandate being thrown around and taking and having your courage. In Jesus' name, amen. I just felt like we needed amen. to pray there, Good. doctor. Absolutely. Um, there was a quote. And we're going to get all your calls. We're going to rifle through these calls in a second. Tell me about that Martin. Uh, yes, tell me that quote. Yeah, so this ties into why I didn't, as a Christian, take the um, uh, religious exemption. To me, when somebody comes to assault you, you don't say, may I please be exempt from your assault on me. I've got a real tender cheekbone, and I can't, they come to punch you in the face, right? You don't say, oh, can I please uh, sign on the dotted line to be exempt from the face punching of me? Because I have a really tender cheekbone. What you would say is you say, no, you cannot touch me. This is my body. I have authority over it. You have no right here. If you touch me, I'm going to punch back or I'm going to sue you, right? So that's the principle that I stood on. But also knowing that these exemptions are just a trap to, um, in my opinion, to separate people. They, this is what they did with, with uh, Nazi Germany. So the quote that you're referring to has to do with this. It's from Martin Niemöller. He was a, a Christian pastor during Hitler's reign. And he said, when they came for the trade unionists, I didn't speak up because I wasn't a trade unionist. When they came for the socialists, I didn't speak up because I wasn't a socialist. When they came for the Jews, I didn't speak up because I wasn't a Jew. When they came for me, there was nobody left to speak up. And so that's why when this mandate kicked in October 1st, I did not apply. I could have applied. I could still have a job right now for a religious exemption because I thought, the Bible says, John three sixteen for God so loved the Christians that he gave his only begotten son, right? No. No? No. It's a, it's a, I'm catching your audience off guard. For God so loved the world. Right. Right? So how can I as a Christian say, oh, sorry, guys. Sorry, you atheists. Sorry, you Buddhist, Hindu. Whoever doesn't feel they can take the religious exemption. I got mine. See you later. I just couldn't do that as a Christian. So I said, I'm standing. We need to stand united. And that's, that's why. Hey, Robin in Huntington Beach, thank you for checking in us, Dave, with Dr. Christopher Rake. Hello. It's a pleasure to meet you and to hear Likewise. both of you. Same here. I just walked in the door from my daughters, and I caught part of this program, and I'm very interested in it because it has affected our family. Um, I'm, I guess, what you call in the older generation, and I was wondering, is it true that the vaccinated shed after they've had their vaccines. Yeah. In fact, the CDC has Thank said you, that. Thank you, Robin. Yeah, the CDC has said that. So this doesn't prevent uh, infection or transmission. It may decrease um, symptoms. It may decrease hospitalizations. It may decrease deaths. I say may. Hey, Christian in Garden Grove, you have a question about our children? Yeah. Hi. Uh, thank you for taking my call. You got it. Um, yeah, my, my son and I, we, we got COVID um, back in February. Uh, my son was three years old at the time. And uh, before the break, Dr. Ray, you mentioned that whoever got uh, COVID develops natural immunity. Does that apply to young children, three-year-olds and, and even younger? Yeah, it should. Thank you, Christian. Yeah, it should, um, unless there's some sort of immunocompromise going on or something like that. But, yeah. Hey, Jane, um, 
you've got a quick story here. Go ahead and tell us here in about 45 seconds. You would your story there. Hi, I applied for the religious exemption uh, in my school district and was turned down saying that I would uh, cause a um, undue healthy workplace safety and infringe on the rights of the employees and students. They came back that their accommodation would be unpaid leave. But um, that's unpaid leave for medical or uh, religious exemptions. So that's not an accommodation. That's actually coercion. Yeah, th- this is illegal from, from the top to the bottom. Um, these these religious exemption forms, for example, they're violating Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Your employer is not even allowed to ask you what religion you believe in. The only qualifying factor in this is if you have a sincerely held belief. It's not even um, you have to have it. You could have it for five minutes or for you know 15 minutes ago. Somebody convinced you that this is terrible. Now you have a sincerely held belief about this. So um, what I tell most people is on those forms because most of them violate Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Just right on there, violates Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Unfortunately, that still won't save you in some situations because this illegality is so rampant and there are so few lawyers dealing with this right now. But just imagine you're living in Germany, Nazi Germany, and everyone around you is crazy and they're telling you, hey, it's okay to kill the Jews. They're the the, the cause of all problems in society. We got to kill them. And you're saying, I don't think that's right. But what do you do? Right. So that's that's the situation we're in. Eventually, the Nuremberg trials come. Eventually, the allies come and they rescue the the people like you and me. But, you know, we're we're going to get through this. And so we want to be on the right side of history. Hey, Jane, you're not alone either. That's why we're having this conversation as a KKLA collective. Mary in Redondo Beach, you want to know about whether or not you can sing in your choir? What's your story there? What's your question? Uh, Yes. Let me take down that stupid mask. Um, yeah, my husband's a scientist, and uh, totally agree with everything you're saying, and so happy, gosh, that you're just being so brave. Um, and uh, I, I don't know if I had COVID or not, but I took ivermectin. We had a whole case full, <laughs> and I don't know. I, I got hype all over my body, and it took away in uh, four hours. I was completely fine. But um, my husband's still kind of like, oh, I don't know if you should be in the choir, um, you know, around all these vaccinated people. That's a good question, <laughs> doctor. I mean, you know, yeah, her husband. Yeah, is it okay for that's, Mary to be in the choir? Uh, you know, that's a tough question. Um, yeah, you know, I don't want to go on the other side of things and be like them, you know, be afraid right. of them. Right, right. We're, look, we're Christians. We either, we either trust in God or we don't. Yeah. Um, he'll protect us, and and especially if we're singing praises to him. And I just, I don't want to live my life in fear. We've not been given a, a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And the enemy works by fear. He wants to mask you. He wants to push you away six feet. He doesn't want you to be socially interacting. And so I, I soundly reject both, most of those things. Hey, Erica and Selmar, you uh, real quick point you want to make here. You, you want people to vaccinate, but you're against the mandates. What, 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 what say ye? It's Dave along with Dr. Christopher Rake. Hello. <clears throat> Yeah, we got you, Erica. Okay. I'm from Fillmore, but I just wanted to say that I chose to get vaccinated because I have a weak immune system, and so I get sick very easily. And I infected my family last year and put one of the members in the hospital. So I chose to get vaccinated, but I stand with the right to choose. They do not have the right to mandate this because they're – it's, it's a dictatorship. Yeah, yeah. Erica, that's a yeah. – God bless you. Doctor? Yeah. 
I agree. It's about medical freedom. I, I want her to have the choice to be able to, to choose, and as well as I should. You know, and all of us should have, and that's why we had this dialogue here. We just want to make it a, my hope, Dr. Chris, your, your story really resonated with me when I saw it, number one, as a father, as a husband. Um, you know, like you, I saw your story and it resonated with me. And then when we got to know each other about your faith in Jesus, your courage. And I just want to thank you for being a thank you. A, a man of your convictions and courage. And you're a doctor who's giving, you know, not just the scientific aspect to it, but the spiritual aspect to it, too. If, so. if I can encourage anybody that's thinking about standing up or, or making a decision, you know, I got out of the car yesterday and I said, somebody sponsored me for brunch. I, I don't have any money, but I have my integrity and there's nothing that can pay for that. CuffUSA.org, C-U-F-F-U-S-A.org, Citizens United for Freedom. It's Dave, Dr. Christopher Rake, Southern California Live. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 